Welcome back to Your 12:30, the only podcast where our guests tell their story with the help of 12 questions in just 30 minutes. I'm your host Mike Salitro, and today we are very excited to be speaking with Manuj Agrawal. Manuj is the founder and chief innovation officer at Tetra Noodle Technologies, an elite AI consulting company. With a remarkable track record of driving transformative change, Manush, through Tetra Noodle, has touched at least 10 million lives and generated over $500 million in value through his expertise in technology and AI. He has shared his insights at the United Nations alongside distinguished figures like the Secretary General and Nobel Peace Prize winners, while President Obama and Bill Gates have recognized his work. With four AI patents to his name, Manuj is the perfect mentor to guide you through the transformative potential of AI and its benefits for businesses. Join us and discover the limitless possibilities of AI under the guidance of this visionary industry influencer. Manuj, welcome. We are thrilled to be speaking with you. Thank you so much. Excited to be here. Of course. Thank you for saying that, um, as am I. So I kind of want to start there toward the end, the uh, transformative potential the limitless limitlessness of AI. We are many of us have some experience with using AI, but what don't we know yet? Or what are people doing that if we, if most of us knew, it was like, wow, I can't believe that's possible. Yeah. Um, well, you know, one of the simplest ways to um, to explain how AI can help somebody in their life and their business is, you know, we all as business owners or entrepreneurs or as leaders, um, we want to accomplish a lot of things. We want to, you know, grow our business. We want to write, you know, create more deals and uh, grow our revenue. But at the end of the day, we know that it all depends on a really good, solid team around us. Um, we are good at a few things ourselves. We have expertise in that. But then for other aspects, other departments in our organization, we need uh, other employees, other team members. So imagine that tomorrow you find uh, an exceptional team member who has a PhD in uh, marketing, who has a PhD in sales, PhD in law, PhD in human psychology, all these topics, and it is available to you to answer any questions 24-7, uh, never takes a day off, and it's almost free. So how will that impact your life or business. So that's what AI is, especially with the large language model uh, platforms like ChatGPT. They are providing us the sum total of human uh, intellect, human experience uh, from not only recent uh, uh, sort of recent research, but going back as far as thousands of years. And so we can tap into that intelligence and find the answers to any of the questions that we are seeking. Okay, so limitless does feel like a, a fair qualifier there, as you describe the 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 amount of knowledge that is at our fingertips that you mentioned at a relatively low, if not no cost. Uh, how did you get started with AI, and do you recall what your first experience was when you think, "Wow, this is something that people are going to use, and it's going to change the way people do business"? Yeah, yeah. So um, we've been, like, I started working with AI personally in 2006, 2007. And the very first project was a project where we realized that a lot of, uh, so this was uh, for educational technology uh, in uh, schools and colleges. And what we realized was that in every school or college, in every classroom, 
every student who enrolls into a particular course, they are given the same curriculum. So the idea here is we need to recognize that in a given classroom, let's say there are 40 students. We know that some of those students will be way advanced in that particular topic. They may have read a little bit about it earlier on or what have you. And then some students may lag behind because they need extra help. But given the way that education system is set up today, everybody gets what they need. And it's easier for the teacher to teach the topics because now it is like a, a very efficient teaching assistant uh, available to them. And the and the, uh, the the experience for the student becomes more pleasant because they don't need to wonder, you know, whether they have absorbed enough material or they have gained enough competency. So that was the very first moment when I thought, oh, AI is much more powerful than what we think it is because it can tap into our human mind and understand how we think. And then utilizing same technology help us think better, help us absorb information better, come up with solutions better. So that was a big aha moment. That's a really good example because I think when you think of AI, the personalization piece is something that's not always there. You kind of think of, well, this is this is a first step or this is generic, if you will. But using that example, you kind of see how you can tailor it to somebody with a certain background or or a learner or someone in the classroom who's ready to do something uh, that maybe the rest of his classmates aren't. So I really appreciate you starting there. Uh, with, I, I think most people, including myself, surprised to hear that AI has been around for nearly 20 years. Um, what is, what is, what surprises you with how far it's come and where it's headed next? Well, actually, let me surprise you a little bit more. AI actually has been around since the 70s. So, okay. you know, it has been called by different names. Um, but what happened was around year 2000, a lot of technologies started to come together. So first, obviously, the big one was the internet. The internet connected us all and sort of, you know, we started producing more and more data. And the more data you can feed AI, uh, AI data is like the fuel for the AI engine. Uh, the more data you can feed AI, AI becomes smarter. So that was the first step. The second step was um, cloud computing. So around 2005, 2006, cloud computing became uh, available where now you could rent big servers which are ready to go and you can pay like you know a nominal fee to make use of this infrastructure rather than buying you know these servers which could cost like hundreds of thousands of dollars and then uh, what happened was mobile phones smartphones came into existence smart devices all of these started producing lots and lots of data and ai started getting smarter now, people who realize the potential of AI, they have been using it for 20 years to their advantage, and they have made tremendous amount of money and success. So you can name any of the richest person on the planet today, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, um, uh, you know, um, Jeff Bezos, anybody. You can tie their wealth and success directly to AI and data. They realize the importance of it and they implemented their businesses surrounding AI technologies. And they, you know, Amazon became the biggest retailer in 15 years. Jeff Bezos became the richest person in 15 years. Uh, and in retail sector, as we know, Walmart used to be the number one player. And it used to be like, I think, like five to 10 times bigger than what uh, Amazon was. 
and now it is like Amazon is the biggest retailer. Same thing with Tesla. Tesla is an AI company, not a car company. And within, again, 10, 12 years, it is bigger than GM, Ford, Chrysler combined. So that's the power of AI. People who knew uh, about this potential, they have been using it. What changed in 2022 was ChatGPT was released. And this platform was so easy that now everybody can use it. You don't need a lot of you know, uh, technical background. You don't need the capital. You don't need those expertise to be able to harness the power of AI. So that's what changed recently. And what surprised me was how fast we have arrived at this, uh, this juncture, because even experts like myself, we thought we will be here maybe in the next 20 years, maybe 30 years, but we are already here and we are already talking about artificial general intelligence, which will be as uh, versatile because it is way smarter than humans right now, but it is not as versatile as humans right now. But they are saying within the next seven to 10 years, we will have artificial general intelligence, which will be as versatile and much, much more intelligent than humans. Okay, that's some that's exciting and also somewhat terrifying. Um, <clears throat> with that uh, kind of timeline, is there is there anything? Well, let's start here. What with mentioned not needing a technical background to use ChatGPT. What's something that our audience who may not have may not have done much more than uh, put in a simple simple prompt into ChatGPT? What should they be doing tomorrow? They're not doing today. See, what I tell people is, um, again, going back to our lives, they are so busy. We we all have a million things to do. But we all know that 80% of our results come from uh, 20, uh, sorry, um, 80% of our results come from 20% of the things that we do. The rest of the 80% of the things that we do, either we are not very good at it or we are not very efficient at it. So look at those 80% of the things and start to think, where can I automate things? Where can I offload it to AI? Where can I sort of delegate it to uh, technology so that it frees up my time, which gives me more energy and more creative power to do the things that create the most value in my life and business. So, so I'll give you an example. Um, you know, We've been working with a lot of real estate agents and in real estate, um, especially if you're buying or selling real estate, majority of your work week consists of communication with others, right? And since we don't have a lot of time, we try to make that communication very quick, very brief, a cookie cutter. And as we know, that is not the best way to connect with other human beings because it may come across as rude or, you know, like really uh, abrasive or dismissive. So how about you implement a robust personalized AI system, which helps you create really good, meaningful conversations with your prospects, with your partners, with your customers. So those are the type of things that give you tremendous amount of value, not just in time, but in results that you see in your business. So that that's fascinating, the, especially the meaningful conversations part, because as you describe that, that that's kind of the, um, especially in a field like real estate, that that's, I need to do more of this because that is the backbone of my business, but I can't 
I can't put the time in to have those meaningful conversations because I won't have time to do anything else. So how can how does AI know what what meaningful is? What do we need to to prep or how how do we use it in a way that it's not just going back to the initial example, it's not just kind of cookie cutter one size fits all. It's specific to that client. See, the biggest thing is personalization once again. So one of the things that we do is, um, let's say you are talking to um, a prospect and uh, somehow you find out that they are crazy about basketball. You know, they love basketball. They love everything about NFL and whatnot. And you happen to have some knowledge of basketball, but not uh, like, you know, uh, you don't, you're not very knowledgeable about it. So rather than sending them a, a message about, hey, look at this real estate deal I'm working on, you can use AI to start a conversation like, hey, you know, I was uh, watching an NFL match and I was uh, uh, watching this player uh, trying to score a goal. Uh, given that my knowledge of uh, basketball is not that great, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you try to connect with the other person based on their passion first. And then using that, um, that rapport that you have built, talking about the common passions, then you can start to talk about your real estate deal. In fact, as we know, most deals actually happen based on like-minded nature of people. What are the common um, activities or things that we enjoy doing rather than the actual features of the deal? So... With AI, you can really personalize all of this at scale. So you can know uh, everything about that person you're talking to. Even if you don't know, you can personalize it in a way that sort of brings about your own personality, your stories from your life. Uh, so th this is a deep uh, discussion, but we have systems that, that sort of take into account AI, human psychology, what drives us, how our mind works, what is the neuroscience of this connection, all of these things, when you put together, it's a very, very effective tool to communicate with others. Got it. Okay. So thank thank you for kind of walking us through that. That brings me to my, to my next question. Uh, part of your bio is your work at, at Tetra Noodle. Uh, what does your day look like there? Who are you working with? And how are you helping ultimately your clients put strategies um, and, and plans like this into place? Yeah. So we serve, uh, you know, small to medium and even large size businesses. But the key is not the size of business. At this stage of the game, see, AI is just taking off now. It's going into its exponential phase. And we are going to see a hockey stick growth from here on out. In fact, I'll share a couple of uh, stats to give you some context. AI is going to add about 10 trillion, that's trillion with a T, to the world economy by 2030. So in the next seven years, more than 10% of the current global GDP is going to be added just by AI. And the other stat is, and this is from you know, people like uh, CEO of Google and Peter Diamandis and others, that if a business does not use AI today, they will actually have to play, play a lot of catch up in a couple of years. And within seven, uh, five to seven years, they'll be actually out of business if they don't start using AI today. So given uh, that's where we are at, we are helping uh, people who recognize the importance of this technology and they want to get ahead. Uh, right now, uh, where we are, only like innovators and risk takers and people who can see the trend a little bit earlier than most, they are investing in AI. So we work with them. We unpack their business just like 
you know, we did some a little bit of brainstorming earlier about real estate business. We look at their business and say, okay, uh, this is the area where AI will help you immensely because we know that if we implement this automated process, it will save you 20% of your time or it'll increase the customer satisfaction by this much or it'll bring in this much revenue and it'll cost this much. So that means we build a business case and we say, if you implement, if you spend, you know, ten, twenty thousand dollars into this project, you will get a hundred thousand uh, added to your bottom line. So is, is that a good deal? Yes. Okay. Let's move ahead. Implement the project. Hand over the technology to you. Train your employees, and then opti- keep optimizing it. And then look for other areas of uh, improvement. It's 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 very similar to how the internet came along, and then slowly, you know internet and connectivity, it became part and parcel of doing business. It's the same uh, analogy again, but just with AI now. That's a good comparison to tie it to the internet as far as there were businesses that were early as far as how they either integrated into what they were doing or uh, maybe changed their lines of business, added different revenue streams because of the connectivity added. Um, And you mentioned twice that the internet kind of was that connector for us. And I probably should have level set here, but how do you what how do you define AI artificial intelligence for anyone who may not have any have not been in, involved with it, unsure of what it exactly means? How do you describe it so it kind of just level sets that this yeah, is what yeah. AI is? Sure. So let me again use examples to explain it. Uh, see, humans are uh, pattern recognition machines, okay? So let's take a, a, a a young child, like five years old, and that child touches a hot stove. And that child only needs to touch the hot stove once to know that I shouldn't touch it again. It's uh, going to hurt me. But now put that same child in the middle of Antarctica. He's wearing uh, heat-resistant gloves. It's really, really cold out there. And now he touches the stove. It actually feels pleasant, not hot. And now even the child will know, you know what? In this situation, there are multiple variables I need to take into account, the weather and 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 whether I have protection or not. Given those variables, it may be okay to touch the stove. The human mind learns all these variables, right? Now, extrapolate that into very complex situations, like I want to predict the weather, or I want to find cure for cancer, or I want to find you know a solution for climate change. There are millions and millions of variables in that equation that our human mind is not able to comprehend. But AI and machines, they can comprehend and understand at a very fine detail, millions and millions of these parameters and can accurately predict based on the past data, what is about to happen. So that's a super intelligent pattern recognition machine that is much much more powerful than human mind. Make sense? It does. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Changing gears for a moment. Presenting at the UN, what is that like? Yeah, I mean, it was such a surreal experience uh, talking with these dignitaries and you know people at the world stage, uh, but also made me realize the importance and um, the impact technology can create. Because you know my background is not somebody I I don't come from like an Ivy League uh, background or anything like that, but yet um, the the software that I have uh, created the work that my team and I have done, it has created an impact that they found me worthy 
of that stage um so that's that's the most um uh you know um how can i say that's the most impactful thing i learned from that that if we implement technology in the right way uh people can not only elevate uh, others but themselves as well okay okay and that's and that makes a lot of sense that technology with its scaling capabilities when used properly not only can get more done you can uh, affect and positively uh, impact more people uh, with you know along with the un there is plaudits in your bio from president obama and uh, bill gates have you interacted directly with them uh, kind of working in this space are they you know are, are they who are some of the heroes you kind of look up to or or innovators that you are, are modeling your business after yeah so no uh first of all i want to clarify they i did not meet them but they came to know about a project that we did uh and that project actually was again in educational technology and that product was designed to help uh students not drop out of their degree programs uh but find the right courses so that they can finish their degree programs it's a huge problem right now in higher education institutions almost 30% of the students drop out and so this this platform it was again using ai it helped um, those students who were uh, you know uh, on the verge of uh, dropping out so that program got recognition uh, because it was so successful and had such an impact that president obama took notice and bill gates took notice and they mentioned it in their speeches um the people i follow uh, and take uh, um, sort of uh, look up to there are so many like you know um, so many people are doing great things i have a mentor uh, his name is steve sims you should look him up um, he told he taught me very important lessons about uh, it's not about uh, your expertise or the technologies you understand it's more about your ability to communicate with people understand their problems find solutions that satisfy their needs rather than you pushing your own agenda these are the kind of things he taught and then other than that you know in the technology field like um i've had so many mentors who taught me how to build scalable technology how to build technology that can you know um be deployed globally have uh, impact on millions um and in terms of entrepreneurship you know uh like i really admire people like elon musk uh jeff bezos all of these people they didn't know exactly how they are going to implement they were going to implement technology but they implemented it in such a way that um not only they were successful themselves but they have shown the world new ways of doing things and so you can imagine that amazon as a as a company they have automated the e-commerce process in such a way that every other company is now deploying the similar process right so that they have changed the way that we actually shop online same thing with the uh, with tesla they are the ones showing other car manufacturers how to create electronic uh, electric vehicles right so when you create technology that not only helps your company but others as well that's uh, that's a exponential impact right yeah no that's uh it's thank you for highlighting all those examples it kind of makes it real for for those listening uh, before we we hit record tonight, you were telling me about an upcoming mastermind you have. What what can you tell our audience about that? When is that happening, and who's going to be taking part in that? 
Yeah. So um, what we realize today, there is a lot of misinformation, a lot of fear around AI. And even if you get some information, people share a bunch of prompts or, you know, some like basic stuff, you know, uh, but there are no real solutions that help people get results immediately. So our mastermind is more focused on uh, practical solutions, AI solutions that can be deployed right away in people's businesses and can get them positive return on investment right away. And obviously, the idea is to uh, get the right information from the right source because um, I have been in this space for 15 years. I have four patents in AI. And it really hurts me that this is such a groundbreaking technology and people are not able to take advantage of it uh, because they don't have the right source of information. So our focus is right information, right tools, and the right results in the right time frame. That sounds really useful. So uh, where can our where can our listeners, if they're interested, or anybody who wants to learn more, where can they uh, find out more about that? So we are right in the middle of uh, launching it. It's going to be called AI Merge. Um, contact me. Uh, just Google my name. You'll be able to find me very easily. I'm all over the internet. Uh, or connect with me on LinkedIn. Let me know uh, you heard me on this podcast and what exactly you're trying to do, how you're planning to use AI, or even if you don't have an idea, like what is it that you want to achieve and we'll help you achieve it through AI. Excellent, excellent. And you mentioned there the kind of fear that comes around not understanding or not knowing where we're going. What what mistakes or what, what kind of half-truths do you see um, a lot of people employing or incorrectly assuming or using uh, when it comes to AI? What are people doing wrong? See, the first fear is that AI is going to take away our jobs. So um, the fear comes from uh, understanding uh, uh, AI as a replacement of humans, not as a tool. But the fact is that every technology that humans build is just a tool. So, um, so AI is not going to take away jobs, but it will make a person more efficient and effective, which means, in other words, AI is not going to take away your job. A person who understands and uses AI will take away your job, right? So that's one. Secondly, there's a lot of fear around uh, AI taking over the world and getting rid of humans. And, you know, this comes from all the Hollywood movies, Terminator and whatnot. But the, again, the idea is that we forget that this desire to take over the world is a human desire, okay? We are the one with ambition, with jealousy, with fear, with insecurity. And if we analyze every war in the history of mankind, every war, it is a result of some negative emotion or suppression that happened over decades or centuries, which then comes out in the shape of war. But when we look at algorithms, we, uh, we will need to actually create an algorithm which makes AI jealous and ambitious and you know insecure to be able to say, hey, you know what? Now I will find a way to eliminate another species or uh, eliminate uh, humans. So those are the kind of things that people don't go uh, a little bit deeper into the subject to understand how these things work and what are the implications. So those are very, very usual uh, questions that people have around the dangers of AI. There are more, um, but these are the two top. No, that, that, those are good to know. And I, I think that uh, 
most of us who are newer to AI have understand that that's good good to good to have a better grasp on on where that's heading and what 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 it is and what it is not. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow we're already coming up on time. Uh, we've covered a good amount of ground, but what's a question I didn't ask you that I probably should have? Um, I I think we have covered enough. Um, but one question could be like how to get started uh, in AI. Um, again, my suggestion is uh, every uh, journey of a thousand miles st- uh, start with a single step. So if you haven't signed up for uh, an AI platform like ChatGPT or uh, uh, the one from Google, Bard, or any other similar platform, sign up for that and start using it. Start devoting 10, 15 minutes. Get familiar with it. Maybe automate to, you know, try to automate a simple task. Because what happens in our mind is, when we take that first step, it starts to put together more ideas on where else can you use this technology? How else can you benefit from it? So my recommendation is get started because if you don't, you will have to play catch up very soon. So that's my uh, advice. And um, I want to urge people to adopt it. Well, that's that's good advice. Uh, so you mentioned connecting on LinkedIn. Is there anywhere else our uh, listeners can, can find you or, or connect? Yeah, you can go to my to... website again, manujagarwal.com. Um, so if you just use my first name and last name, you'll be able to find me easily. All right. So we will post all that in the show notes. Uh, Manuj, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a blast and I look forward to doing it again. Same here, same here. Thank you so much. Yeah.